Thank you for tuning in to this message from Kingdom Ears International, headquarters located in Flagstaff, Arizona. So as we start our Shabbat service, Megan, I know uh, Megan lighting the candles has always been something that is a little, uh, in a sense, she feels misplaced in it, but being one who truly tenaciously pursues heaven and lives and walks out a dispensing of it, um, it's an absolute honor to have her begin our Shabbat services. Um, So for today, the communion wine that we have is uproar, and the challah bread is a lemon challah bread, and both are very fitting as far as what heaven wants us to engage with today. Um, The definition of uproar, it's a loud and impassioned noise. Uh, It can also mean a disturbance or a protest, and there's always two sides to an uproar. There's a triumphant declaration that comes from a resistance that's been overcome, uh, similar to enslavement or things that you have broken out of create a desire to celebrate or to to yell and, and in a sense, um, proclaim. Uh, the other side, obviously, is a protest against something which oftentimes, as we walk as a family, um, there can be a very unique resistance from uh, things of religion that have entangled in the past. And there's things that have uh, created resistance that we are moving in a way that's, that's positive. So uh, when I selected that, I heard the, the father proclaiming that there's a triumphant uproar of joy as sons and daughters are rejoining and re, um, like re-embracing a father's loving instruction. Yeah. And so as a family, that's what we're engaging with today. Um, the holla bread, being a lemon holla bread, it's really interesting that lemon has the power to hold strong energies and reduce the impact of negative energies and evil eyes. In fact, it's believed that keeping lemons in a temple and bringing them home can help remove the impact of negative energies. Uh, due to its bright yellow color, Lemons are also associated with hope, happiness, abundance, and, vi- and vitality. So, um, a lot of this, like, the, this is what heaven has for us to engage with. So, as we partake, remember that there is things to be celebrated. There's things to, uh, to be triumphantly proud of and to make a stand for. But there's also the elements of hope and joy and uh vitality that are are spoken over us as we move into this Shabbat. So I'm going to have everyone grab your elements and then I'll pray for us afterwards. This is the beautiful challah bread that Dee made. All right, everyone has your elements. Adonai, we thank you for your intentionality and how great you love us. We thank you for your, um, your loving instructions. We thank you for the impressions and the impacts that you make on every every move that we do that as we move you move and and that there is a leap of joy that comes from your heart and so as we join with these elements that our dna would replicate heaven today and we thank you and we say this in yeshua's name amen Amen. all right you guys ready 
guys feel us all shifting? How's everyone doing tonight? Oh, good. Are you excited? Ready for tonight? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to turn this down just a touch. Uh, so I wanted to just kind of calibrate us for tonight um, as we've been doing and just share a few things that I hinted about on Kingdom Airs if you saw that box, but if not, I'm going to share it right now anyway. <laughs> um, but we are in a season of worship, which is coming to an end. Uh, next week is our last week of worship, or of this kind of worship, anyway, properly. So... Uh, we are certainly seeing Yahweh do a lot, and um, the progression has been awesome. Um, but I just wanted to add to our his intentions for tonight, being that we are engaging in celebration again. We did last week, and um, we are again tonight for some specific reasons, and I just kind of wanted to walk us through. Are we all okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone okay? Yeah. Um, And a lot of this came through Megan, who was discipling me on just on this, and um, as I pressed it, he just revealed some, uh, some things about it, so I'm really excited to share, but... Basically, we do not know how to celebrate. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and we never have um, celebrated. And that is okay. And I'm going to explain why. And it's not that this is necessarily the fullness, but this is a part of, of the subject of celebration, because obviously that's a pretty big topic. Um, but celebration, biblically, is in the feast. And so when, if you think about, we are just now, not that we haven't, we've been celebrating the feast of the family for a few years now, but as he's walked us through the reality that we basically have denied Torah. So we've denied up until this point, right? I think we can all definitely agree by now. We have denied his times or his seasons or his intentions and his celebrations in feasts. Right, and we have engaged in celebrating something up until this point that has been false. Yeah. Um. So the foundation for celebration has never been set because it because celebration is in the context of feasts, which is just a powerful thought because it it opens up our mind of like yeah. If I've never honored his times, yeah. and if I've never honored what he said to honor, yeah. then I've never celebrated in truth. Yeah. We yeah. may have celebrated in good. It's good to like celebrate in the way we knew how at the time, but it was not the truth. Right? Mm-hmm. Christmas is not the truth. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, we were celebrating right. a pagan the holiday yeah. or Halloween or all the things over the years that we have recognized were false. Um, and endeavoring to celebrate the truth. So basically, out of that, um, you know, there's a dismissal of his times ultimately. Which, if we don't know his times, then we don't know that his there's more to his story. Yeah. Right? Like, think about being a Christian and like you're basically just waiting for Jesus to come back. Like that was the ultimate, that's what we're all here, get as yeah. many people saved, we're just waiting for Jesus to come back and we're all out of here. Yeah. Well, that creates 
hopelessness because then there's no, there's nothing you can do with that. You're yeah. just subject to and a victim to, well, I, I mean, when he comes back, he's going to make all this right. And yeah. when he comes back, he's going to, you know, wipe the world of sin or whatever our thought process was. And that is a, in its ultimate state, a place of hopelessness. Yeah. And when you're hopeless, you cannot celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. So even in that, we've never celebrated. Yeah. Um, which is just like a crazy thought. Mm-hmm. So what I want to get to that was um, really hitting me today is once <clears throat> Megan had taught him to me about like celebration being in the feast, I started looking into where in, in the Hebrew or in Torah where that's mentioned, like more just wanting to go deeper. And the very first time that that the word for celebration um, is used is after um, it's in Exodus and basically Moshe is coming back to Egypt. He's had his encounter uh, with the burning bush. He believes Yahweh. He's coming back to Egypt to redeem the people. Um, So then Moshe and Aaron went and assembled the elders of Bene Israel um and the people believed when they heard that Adonai had remembered Bene Israel and had seen their affliction they bowed their heads and worshiped so like right they've been slaves they've been in captivity for hundreds of years for many generations and you have someone that comes and says we're going to get out of here you're always going to redeem me from this land so they're like on their face the next thing that Moshe does afterward Moshe and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what Adonai, God of Israel, says. Let my people go so that they may hold a celebration or a feast for me in the wilderness. So the first thing, the first thing that he gives the reason to Pharaoh, the reason, this is the reason why you need to leave Egypt, is so you can celebrate. Not so you can work. Not so you yeah. can be, not like in my prohibitive conscience, right? It's work, it's produce, yes. That's not why he redeemed you. It's so you could celebrate. Yeah. So you could have covenant with him. Yeah. And that is the context. So before before Torah was even given, that's what Yahweh's telling yeah. to Pharaoh. This is the reason that people need to leave. Yeah. So they can celebrate with me in the wilderness. Uh, I wanted to read some things. I forgot about that. <clears throat> Let me grab my phone. Just to kind of like get our wheels churning because for me, sometimes hearing the um, opposite of something can really help yeah. me like identify what it is. <laughs> and I didn't mean to, my phone's freaking out. I didn't necessarily mean to do this, but I came across it and I just thought this would help position our hearts of because what we've been seeing right is that we've been in a place of irritation yeah and that we are we are choosing to not be in a place of irritation at the truth or at his instructions Mm -hmm. and the way we choose is literally to make the decision to celebrate yeah so these are the antonyms for celebrate so the exact opposite of 
what it means to celebrate to celebrate. Obviously, this is in English, but we all speak English, and this helps our <laughs> Blame, denounce, reproach, be sad, condemn, criticize, deny, disapprove, humiliate, and refuse. Disregard, forget, ignore, neglect, and overlook. <laughs> Think about our heart's position towards Torah. Think about how the greater, like the bride at large, and even us individually, how we have treated or how we have felt about, like, yeah, I'm going to forget. I'm just going to overlook. We're just going to overlook that we're supposed to be celebrating the feasts or overlook that he has instructions, right? But then celebrate, (laughs) synonyms for celebrate, honor, observe, perform. Praise, proclaim, revere, bless, commend, consecrate, dedicate, exalt, like feast, glorify, jubilee, keep, keep is the synonym of celebrate, memorialize, party, publicize, like publicize that that he literally took me out of Egypt to celebrate, to honor his feast, beat the drum. (laughs) Drink to, have a ball, let loose, live it up. Um, My favorite one is to raise hell. (laughs) Literally a synonym for celebrate is to raise hell. Like, isn't that just exciting? Like, (laughs) to be the drum and revere and honor and bless what I once ignored and forgot and blamed ultimately. Because how much of our heart was in a position of blame of like, come on, God, where are you? Like, show up, do something in this situation, save my soul again for the thousandth time versus like celebrating and honoring that he's empowered us to do it and given us instructions to be able to do it. So that is why we are celebrating again (laughs) is because we never have and... (laughs) <laughs> we're learning how to as a family, which is us included. Um, certainly us included. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, there's something else I was going to say. Oh, just how powerful, too, that each of you, like, if we think about last week and how much Yahweh was highlighting the Father, I mean, that's kind of been the point, right? Like, we're receiving the Father back into the house, we're receiving His voice. And how that was so significant last week with Father's Day. Well, as a father, as fathers, like, you are going first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I mean, think about these people were enslaved for generations. And all of a sudden, they're supposed to, like, flip and celebrate out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Like, the same expectation is for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like, that's a hard, that's a hard, that can be a hard thing. But knowing that that... Like your ancestors did it to be able to honor and and celebrate. And I, I mean, I know there's a lot to the story, but ultimately to meet with him in the wilderness, like you, this family is the first to yeah. celebrate, which yeah. is why it's hard, which is yeah. why it's awkward, right. which is why, I mean, gosh, learning how to tap into an inner voice, learning how to let yourself yeah. like move, learning how to like... Yeah not give in to that prohibited voice, learning how to like let yourself um, believe what's been inside of you this whole time. Yeah. Because your spirit does know. Yeah. Yeah. You were created. 
Yeah. Right? Like you have it, it's in you to know how to celebrate, but it's kind of like we have to like punch through some walls yeah. to get yeah. there. Yeah. And that's why we keep practicing. That's what this whole season has been about because yeah. he wants to be able to like if you think about a celebration or a feast, that's when the impartation happens. Right? Like yeah. that's when Ruach fell. That's yeah. when Yeshua came. That's yeah. when he's going to restore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is in those feasts, in that time. So we are learning as a family how to tap into that very celebration that calls that forth. Yeah. And you are first. Yeah. Each dad, you are first in your family line. Yeah. To give to grant permission. Yeah. Each son in this house that will be a dad, you are first. Yeah. Yeah. A, a dad grants permission yeah. for this to be allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. think about your life and whether mockery or condemnation or we don't do that. We don't move. We don't cry. We don't think about where that comes from. Yeah. It comes from the dad. Yeah. And and maybe he's not saying those things, but that action, that feeling that we've all had at one point or another, excuse me, or one point or another, you are overriding that and turning that tide, which is why this is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And why, yeah. It, like last week was hard, tough. Um, which Gabe gave me permission. <laughs> 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 Not that he can't share, but he's like so in the thick of it. He said, I don't know if anything I would say would make sense. Um, but he is certainly staring down his own prohibitive voice yeah. about, especially about worship and how being fathered in worship has looked a certain way. Yeah. Because think about like Gabe has been on a worship team or leading worship since you were 12. So the way the majority of his life and every pastor at me, every like other than mom and dad who constantly have said, turn the iPad off, like (laughs) just flow, you're released. (laughs) But every other one has bothered what this should look like. So he threw his back out. His voice is gone. gone. (laughs) So anyway, like last week we were figuring out like you can lay it down like we can worship to noise like we can worship to a drum uh, because we are all learning so i wanted to publicize that it is not i mean it's all of us that are learning how to like release what this should look like yeah because to us it should look like being able to play the guitar create a sound create an atmosphere and you don't lay it down and you don't let the sound drop but that's not true. I literally have like no sound. <laughs> so he's learning how to emote and allow that frequency to come forth because it's in him yeah. whether he can play his guitar yeah. or sing yeah. or talk. Yes. Like it's in you. Yeah. yeah. Just like everyone. So we are certainly yeah. in this together in like awkwardness or just like okay. How do you celebrate something when you've never celebrated before? And how do I just yeah. flip the switch? And how do I like, yeah. this is this is hard and just weird, but it feels right. But then I don't know, like just all those thoughts. So we're just working on it together. Um, so. So I strained my vocal cords, so I can't sing. <laughs> my back is pretty much turned out. So I may default to just waving a flag. <laughs> And I don't know. That's about all I might be able to do. Yeah. And I mean, if we're not leading by example, then what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, well, we're going to do Haba Nagila because that's an easy one and that's my favorite so far. Um, does anyone want um, one of the cards? Do you guys remember this one or do you want a card? Do you Nagila. Nagila. 
ו... ו... נשמעה. נשמעה. אבא? אבא. נרננה? נרננה. ו... ו... נשמעה. נשמעה. אורו? אורו. אורו אחים? אורו אחים. אורו אחים? אורו אחים. בלב? בלב. שמח. שמח. אורו אחים?
Yes. Yeah. That so we can feel that movement yeah. when we keep repeating oh, that. Like I'm rocking. Say. Rocking. That's yeah. true. That's like very real. <laughs> Which is powerful because our spirit can feel. Right? Like yeah. when you're yeah. all repeating that over and over, you can feel that coming alive. Not even like necessarily knowing what you're saying, which is what makes us so exciting. Yeah. So I know that it's hard to, well, maybe it's probably just me, but hard to like sing and like dance and like keep up. But I want to, let's try it again. And this time, let's see if we can like, um, how do I say, like, let's practice going to that next level of like letting your spirit take over. So that was like really practicing on earth, using our voice, getting to know the song. Well, let's just sing it a couple more times and really let ourselves move with what we feel. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like we kind of just learned it and now you're going to release your spirit into it. Yeah. So you're allowed. Like you're allowed. You have permission to like look weird, to do something weird, to do something outside the box. If that looks like crying, if that looks like making noise, if that looks like break dancing, whatever that might look like, um, you're free to capitalize on whatever you feel in your heart. And I'm going to try my best to keep in tune and sing loud. <laughs> I was thinking of trying to figure out some sort of a way to get like clapping and like stomping your feet at the same time. Couldn't figure it out because I was playing, but <laughs> it'd be kind of fun to figure like, out. Like a song, yeah. like, like stomp or something. Like, uh, like a clapping and stomping some way to get your your body awake. Sure. Yeah. With a happy heart. Yeah. Like yeah. Sometimes it's just like, like okay, this. I'm gonna do yeah. this even though it's awkward.
stay in any state. Now, I want to I describe to you what does it look like to take it for granted because that's what I'm speaking to. Okay? That response in your heart as you've been awakened is a taking for granted. Okay? So, what does it look, <laughs> look like to take being awakened for granted? Two of the synonyms that were, or the antonyms, <laughs> excuse me, that were presented tonight were dismissal and hiding. And those were ones that hit my spirit for our family heart. Okay? So I want you to take a minute. Was there anything or is there anything still in you that even in an awakened state, there's still a dismissal or a hiding in what you've awakened to? Come on. Because there's only going to be so much. If you as a father or as a mother were to have a child respond to something profound, a profound gift that you gave them. Say you had multiple children. You gave them the same gift. And one responded with like, just fell on their face, fell on their face with so much gratitude, were completely overwhelmed by the gift that you just gave them. What would your positioning be with that child moving forward? And then here's another child who's receiving the same gift, who's who's literally being poured out over in the same way, who's been remembered, who's been called out, who could have lived a different life if they didn't have that gift, and they wouldn't have known until the end of their life. They wouldn't have known. But in that moment that they were like, ugh. I, I mean, thanks for remembering me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like th- thanks for thanks for knowing my name, but but in you knowing my name, that means that then I have to do this, mm-hmm. or that I have responsibility now, or that I whatever whatever has been a an irritant in your heart's position of that response to being awakened, it's time to reconcile that. Because we are going to move into instruction, and there are some that he is going to release instruction in a way that will change your life forever because you have have safeguarded your awakened state in absolute gratitude, humility, and celebration. Come on. Even if it's taken work, that doesn't mean that you just woke up and were like, Oh, I mean, some of some some of you did, and that is beautiful, and that is amazing. But if you, it's okay if it's taken work. But have you done that work? Yeah, and yeah, are you yeah. ready for the instructions and the direction that's coming to where your heart is celebratory and grateful and humble, and you're a child ready to receive? Because if you're not, your experience. Your experience as a son and a daughter ready to be taught is going to look vastly different from those who are celebrating. Yeah, yeah. Vastly different. And then there's going to be separation. And you're going to you're going to step back into blame and you're going to step back into accusation and you're going to say, well, I don't know why it looks like that for you or I must just be on the outside or I must be whatever it is. But really it's about him being able to match your response in your awakening. Part of what's so powerful about celebration is everything that we've learned up to this point when what's been released over over us by Yahweh is honoring the past, right? That's one of the things he said over and over and over again. You're going to have to learn how to honor what was so that you can usher in what's next. Yes? Yep. And so celebration 
honors the past and ushers in what's to come, and it's a stance that we're going to have to take over and over again. It's our responsibility as transitionaries. So when we leave this season or this moment in time, this month of worship, and we continue on in teaching and in all of the things that are coming, I mean, I don't even know what this night season has in store with us getting closer and closer to really diving in and learning the law. I, I mean, we only have like a tenth of it, maybe. <laughs> But as that gets closer, it will be celebration that ushers it fully in in you. So it's not this fleeting. We're going to practice celebration when we worship. We're going to practice celebrating when it's around Father's Day and when it's around the feast. It's it's something coming back to life in you that you were meant to exude for all of your life because you are his chosen people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because it's the right. very thing that not only will honor the past, but again, will usher in what we're meant to carry, what's our responsibility as those set-apart people. So we have this week, yes, like literally like this past week, that we just walked out and next week. And I really (laughs) want that to be a legitimate challenge, self-reflection opportunity for you this week so that when we come together on Friday, you would be able to be surrounded by your family and leave it here in the sense of any, any of those like specs of whatever that awakened state was that you first responded to him in, that's still in you, it needs to be done by next Friday. And it can be, because that's not your true state anyway. Right? Right? So it's not (coughs) whatever has made it feel hard for you is simply that you haven't given it full permission. Because that permission has to be constant and it has to be continual. (coughs) Okay. All right, so we're going to check in on each other all week um, <coughs> so that we can be prepared for next Friday to leave that here, move from irritation, anything in that, again, that awakened state into caring celebration um, moving forward as a family. Okay? Okay. And just like what was released last week when it comes to celebration, Derek spoke to it as well, is there so many different means of activating celebration. Yeah. And one is to give because it is that representation of the overflow of your heart moved from an act of obedience that then became your heart's position, right, to give. So... (laughs) Respond to that spirit tonight, whether it's in that little treasure box <clears throat> or it's on text to give. Okay? All right. You guys, we have one more week. <laughs> How does everyone feel about this month? Like we walked out a whole month. Yay! A whole month in this home, 
carrying one another as a family while releasing mom and dad. I mean, that's powerful. Our yes. Yes, so much. So, all right, guys. Does anyone have any announcements? I ordered all of your guys' workbooks. Thank you, Olivia. Yeah. time, hopefully, they'll get here in time. Awesome. Armory, is the trip looking good? You guys need anything? Nope. You got all your volunteers. So all your money and all your volunteers. Good. <laughs> awesome. Good. Dave, how do you feel? Unsure. Unsure. Okay. Don't feel worse. Well, that's good. <laughs> Alright. Thank you, Ruach Yatsa, for showing us how to practice. Yeah, that was awesome. Alright, you guys. Love you. Have a wonderful Shabbat. And be carrying this through the week. Okay? So that Friday we aren't like deer in the headlights. Wait, what are we doing? I'm not prepared. Okay, you always made his intentions known, and it is your responsibility to respond and step into that opportunity. Okay? Okay. Alright, love you guys. Thank you for listening to this message from Kingdom Heirs International. If you have received insight and revelation with this message, we invite you to claim that revelation by trading on the trading floor with this ministry. You can do that at kingdomairesflag.org. Thank you.